Grab some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. Welcome to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt. Sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Now, here's Jeff Hunt. Friends, great to be back with you on another weekend of the Frontier Freedom Hour. You probably heard about this case, and we're going to dive right into it so you get a chance to hear from the legal counsel involved in this case. It is shocking. It is shocking. Summer of 2023, a fifth-grade girl goes on a cross-country overnight trip to Philadelphia and Washington, D.C., and she's forced by the school policies to share a bed with a boy who identifies as a girl. Could you just just take a second and think about your daughter, your granddaughter, facing this situation? And this, this girl was polite. She didn't want to be rude, but she's put in a very tough situation, right? How does she stand up for the fact that she's uncomfortable sharing a bed with a boy? And she doesn't want to embarrass the boy. She doesn't want to get into this whole fight. Most kids, they're, they're not wanting to pick a fight over policy, transgender policy with their schools and their classmates. But the school here in Colorado, Jefferson County, Colorado, put this young girl into this situation. She has to share a room with a fifth grade male student who identifies as a girl without notifying the girl or the parents or getting their consent. The family dealing with this is the Wales family. The daughter found out only because the male student told her on the first night of the trip. She was uncomfortable about the prospect of sharing a bed with a male student. The girl shared her concerns with her mother who accompanied her on the trip. And together they met with the teacher who was acting as the chaperone. The school chaperone asked the Wales daughter if they could merely move her to a different bed rather than a different room. While she was still uncomfortable with the arrangement, she asked, she agreed to try it for one night. Jefferson County public school officials then decided to lie to her roommates and instructed the Wales daughter to do the same, telling her to stay or to say she needed to switch beds to be closer to an air conditioner. <laughs> so they're, they're, I mean, it's just compounding on itself, right? You have this awkward situation, then we're going to move you, but please lie about it. But once the chaperone and her were back in the room, the whale's daughter was again placed in a difficult position when another girl in the room suggested the male student also switch to a bed near the air conditioner. Despite the whale's daughter's continued uneasiness with the arrangement. She was scared to speak up in front of her own peers on such a contentious subject and did not want the male student to feel uncomfortable. So she went to the hall again, and again her mother told her mother she was not comfortable sharing the bed with a male student. She and her mother returned to the school chaperone and again asked her to be moved to a different room. This time, the chaperones relented and moved the male student and one of the girls to a different room, but again lied to the girls and said the move was to give a sick roommate more 
space. So you can imagine what this poor girl and her family had to go through in the midst of this very contentious social issue, right? This is not something they asked to be a part of it. It was forced upon them. Well, to the rescue, as they always do. They're like superheroes for religious freedom and parental rights. That's why I love them so much. Alliance Defending Freedom came to the rescue. And they've sent a letter to the district. And joining me today on the show is Mallory Rechtenbach, who serves as legal counsel in the parental rights team at Alliance Defending Freedom. Mallory, thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me on. And that was quite the introduction there. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's an amazing. So I, I joke with ADF all the time because I feel like Colorado is this like wonderful gift of unconstitutional, horrible <laughs> policies to you all. And here you are like coming to the rescue and you win. You always win. Jack Phillips, we've hosted at Colorado Christian University, had a big prayer rally for Jack. Jack's been at the Western Conservative Summit many a times. Lori Smith, great friend as well. And you all have won over and over and over in this state. So we continue to throw these horrible problems out there, but thank God we have you. So Give us a sense of this case. Why Why did they contact ADF, and what was the letter that you all sent to the school district? Well, I think the whales were particularly bothered by the fact that Jefferson County didn't inform them ahead of time. They have a policy that specifically says they room children by gender identity rather than sex. But the whales had no idea this policy existed. All they knew was they were told before the trip that all of the girls would be roomed on one floor and all of the boys would be roomed on a completely different floor. And there would even be rules about boys and girls going to different floors. Um, And then their daughter is on the trip and accidentally before bed on the first night finds out that she's supposed to stay in the same room and the same bed with a boy who identifies as a girl. And they were put all three of them in a really uncomfortable position. And that never should have happened. The school district can easily tell parents beforehand about this policy and then ask parents, are you comfortable with your child rooming with another student of the opposite sex who identifies as transgender? You can do it in a really easy, respectful, confidential way. Um, But Jefferson County chose not to do that. Instead, Jefferson County chose to hide this information. So the whales came to us and we we were the ones that found this policy and, and showed the whales. And they were shocked that this was an actual written policy. And the letter is quite lengthy and it's to all of the Jefferson County School Board as well as the superintendent of Jefferson County. I mean, this is a big step. Did did the whales uh, try anything in, in the meantime, or was it was it uh, so egregious that they felt like they needed legal counsel to help them through this almost immediately? Well, I think they didn't even know that there was a policy. So they were just trying to figure out what the school district is supposed to do and what they're currently doing. And so they basically came to us for advice. And The problem is there's a history of Jefferson County lying to parents. Hmm. There's multiple different cases where Jefferson County, when parents have just approached them in a um, in, you know, an email or in person that they have have lied to parents. And so the whales didn't just up and sue them, but they said, you know, we need to send a letter and we need to make it clear that um, 
this is unconstitutional what they're doing and we need an opt-out for parents and this is a really easy solution honestly and um the whales have are really hopeful that Jefferson County will will provide that opt-out. And so we're not at a point yet, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, we're, we're, we've sued Jefferson County School Board, but you're asking for policy change and clarification with the letter. That's correct. So we're um, they need to respond by the 18th, uh, December 18th, and we have asked for clarification on what their policy is and in the future whether they plan on informing parents ahead of time that their children could be roomed with a child of the opposite sex who identifies as transgender and whether parents will have the opportunity before any trip to opt their child out of that policy and say no i want my child only to room with children of the same sex Hmm. What what do you anticipate the school board and the leadership here in Jefferson County to do? Do you think they're going to – in in my perspective as a parent, this seems like a relatively easy fix, right? We're going to include parents in the conversation. That's not that hard. I don't don't understand why we've got to make it so difficult to include parents, but then then as – as you have throughout our culture these days, you have special interests that speak into this stuff. So do you think that they're going to come to a a position of fixing this? You know, I don't know. I hope they will, because like you said, it's a really easy fix. And um, the, the whales understand that other parents may be okay with this. And that's totally fine. Different parents have different um, beliefs and priorities for their own children. But what can never happen is the school district intentionally hiding information from parents because that harms all children. And the whales want to protect all children and they want to make it easier for teachers and administration. Because if you think about it, when this all came out in the middle of this trip, late at night after they'd been traveling for, you know, all day and gone to all these places. Now the teachers on the trip are having to figure out this a solution in the moment. And that's mm. a really difficult position for them to be in as well. And instead, Jefferson County could simply have a policy where this is all done beforehand, where the parents have all the information and the parents are given the opportunity to you know, check a box on one of the, you know, 20 forms you sign before you send your child on a cross-country trip saying either, yes, they can be subject to this policy or no, I'd like them to be roomed with only children of the same sex. And then that way, the teachers or administrators on the trip who work for Jefferson County aren't left in the lurch either. They're Mm -hmm. not left trying to figure out new room accommodations for kids who are really upset and uncomfortable. We're talking with Mallory Rechtenbach. She serves as legal counsel on the parental rights team at Alliance Defending Freedom. She's working on this new case that has popped up here in Jefferson County where a fifth grade girl was required as a result of a trip that they took over the summer to have to share a bed with a male that identifies as a girl. So, uh, Uh, Colorado being Colorado continues to provide these cases for ADF. When we come back, friends, we'll continue this conversation. You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. We'll be right back after these messages. 